It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Hello, Monday. Mm, Monday. I will say this. I think every weekend needs to be four days. Every well, single weekend. Well, yeah. A three-day work week, that's the way to be. I got so much stuff done over the last four days. It was insane. I feel the same way. Chopping, I had so much cleaning. done and also so little done. Like, there was a lot of time slept. Yeah. Just like on your phone, on the couch, yep. on the weekend. Uh, today is Cyber Monday, and we've got a deal for Jingle Fest tickets. So, lower bowl tickets are $10 off today. So, if you've been waiting for this moment... It's for chance. discounted Jingle Fest tickets. Today is the day. Lower Bowl tickets are on sale for Cyber Monday at 93WIL.com. That deal is just today. So hop on the website and go get those. Also, Christmas card releases today. Mm-hmm. We've been you, waiting all year for this. You won't get you won't get to see our Christmas card because it's blurred, but you can sign up to receive our Christmas cards starting today. We're gonna talk about that a little bit later in the show as well. As uh, now that Casey is engaged, she gets to plan a wedding. Mm, great. That's the best part of the whole thing, right? That's not what I hear, but <laughs> we're going to see how it goes. Today, we're going to tackle the first hurdle, the venue or lack thereof. We'll chat more around 730. And Tyler Childers tickets as well as Cirque Dreams holidays tickets are up for grabs in Remy versus the world at 8 o'clock. Hey, good morning. Happy Cyber Monday. Productivity at an all-time low today. It's 92.3 <laughs> WIL. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Charles Kelly wrote a British, I should say Charles Kelly of Lady A, wrote a breakup song, but not to a girl. He released, well, he, it's an unreleased song, but he posted it online Last week, it's called As Far As You Could, and it's an emotional breakup song to alcohol amid his journey to sobriety. Yeah. So this is a new way that I haven't seen anybody really do it before, but he wrote it with his Lady A bandmate, Dave, and in the caption, it says he hopes he it can meet somebody else where they are and help them out too. And the lyrics say, you made me feel alive, but you scared me half to death. I thought I couldn't hit the stage without you running through my veins. Now I sing the songs I always have, but the meaning's bound to change. This, I actually, I watched this and uh, I kind of got emotional over it. It was weird because he's, you know, when it's been a part of your life for so long and has what he thought helped him Mm -hmm. out for so long and then getting rid of it and realizing that it wasn't that big of a deal anyway. Well, I, so I, I am with you and I'm also kind of with this. So I felt the same way whenever I heard the last line that says, you've taken me as far as you could. Thought I couldn't hit that stage without you running through my veins. Let me try and find the part I'm talking about. But it's time I finally put you down for good. Cause you taking me as far as you could. This is the part that gets me because he explains like drinking and going out to bars is what brings people to Nashville. And that's how he got into the Nashville scene and started playing music there. And then the alcohols but gave him the courage to talk to his wife the first time he saw her out and then that's also the thing that gave him the life and the energy to keep up with the touring lifestyle and I I thought it was so nice when he says you've taken me as far as you could but now like I have everything I've ever needed mm-hmm. I don't need you anymore 
now I, there's nowhere to go but down, yeah. and you're bringing me down. And I, I really think that Charles Kelly's voice is one of those voices in country music that is often overlooked. And because he is a part of, you know, a band of three people, right? we don't often get to hear his voice and his voice alone, and it is magical. I know that you're a big stan for that album. What is it? The Driver? Oh, yeah. It's so good. Like that song that yeah. uh, from his from his solo album was it's it's so good. Yeah. Anyways. Shout out to uh Charles Kelly. Oh, Chuck! <laughs> he is still on his journey to sobriety. But um yeah, I do think that song's a really cool idea. You never really hear a breakup song mm, that's not necessarily about a person. But I think a lot of people will uh find the help that they need from it. Yeah. Remy and Casey. Do you ever feel like Sometimes life is like a movie. Um, maybe. Where are we going with it? <laughs> Flashback to Black Friday of last week. I had no intention of going out shopping. Feels like, oh my gosh, it's such a blur the way it all, the weekend and Black Friday and yeah. Thanksgiving all went by. Seriously, I had no intention of going out and buying anything on Black Friday. It was right. very okay with just being at home. And then my wife emerged from bed. She looked at me and said, it's in stock. And I said, what is in stock? What are you talking about? Apparently one of the hottest toys of the year is called a little live pet mama surprise. Envision this. Okay. This it's, sounds like something that gives birth. It does. Uh, it's an electronic guinea pig that has babies. <laughs> and it comes with its own like cage and everything. And it's all interactive Okay, I'm looking at it on Google right now. Yes. Okay. So she looks at me and she goes, it's in stock. Can you go get this thing from Target on Black Friday? I'm like, honey, it's Black Friday and Target. No, I'm good. You? She just sent you? Went. Went. So I ventured out to Target. This oh is my about- gosh, she sent you alone? Alone. See, I know. that's a different Off kind of nerve wilderness. on Black Friday to be like, <laughs> I need you to get up and go. I, I will say that she asked if I was okay with it. I said, yes. Went around 10 a.m. So most of the early rush was over, but it's Black Friday. So there's tons of people out everywhere. So I head to the toy aisle and, and I spot it within a couple seconds. I snatch it up. It's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. It was like, you know, it's a whole thing. Okay. So you got it. Almost immediately, another dad came up to me. He's rummaging. Well, he's rummaging around first. I noticed him like go to the spot where I had just picked it up. Oh, it was his and he had set it down. He was mumbling to himself. It was just here. It was just here. Uh, what happened? It was just here. He turns to me and says, oh, you got it. And I knew I shouldn't have left is what he said. I knew I shouldn't have left. I drove all the way from Springfield, Missouri for this. Oh, my gosh. Now, tell me. What? Tell me if... If you drive all that way, are you going to see it and then walk away from it? But also, I need to know, how have you not walked away yet? Because if I was you and I saw that thing, grab it, I'm out. Well, in in true Christmas spirit, I said, ah, sorry. And I walked away. No, you didn't. (laughs) You stole it. Oh, my God. Wait a second. Wait a second. This is so not Remy. So this decision has been plaguing me ever since last week. Am I a total jerk for this? Or should he have have picked it up when he first saw it? I tell Remy all the time that he is the kind of guy to tell on himself if he did as as much as ran a red light. So I cannot believe that your (laughs) conscience has not eaten, 
ate you alive by this point. I just felt like if you wanted it that bad, then you would have immediately picked it up and immediately tucked it under your arm. Foot, right. Like, Why did you, ran did he have the, like a big heart of things? Like no, he, it was just a dude. It was just, a, he could have been lying. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. Okay, well, at least you weren't there for that long. Yeah, I was in and out. You did like, throw an elbow. You threw one elbow minutes, yeah. on was, Black out, Friday yeah. and you got down to business. It was literally like a Turbo Man moment. That's like hilarious. The, the toy from Jingle All the Way starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. I cannot believe. Did I do the right thing? 314-954-9230. So many people lie during the Christmas season. Yeah. So I think by you saying sorry and walking away, like, I agree. If you're going to put something down and walk away from it, then that's your fault. Yeah. Their game. I, I just feel like if you drove all that way, I would seriously, I would I would immediately buy it, put it in my car, and come back in for whatever else he went off to do. Let's be honest. There's more Target stores around Springfield, Missouri than there is here. So. Let's go. Thank you. <laughs> See? You're welcome. What's your name? My name is Brittany. Brittany, Merry Christmas. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Casey, did you guys watch the U.S. Britain game on Friday? Uh, actually, yeah, it was yeah. on. I don't know how much watching I did, but it was on. And this is why I have an issue with soccer or football, is that you can tie at zero. That's what the gingerbread <laughs> man said, too. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, it do really a doesn't. Out. Do yeah, something. something. And I know that there's probably rules and regulations around that. Whatever. I just... I feel like as a competitor, I would, I would, I would leave that game feeling so defeated because z- like zero goals were scored in ninety plus minutes of play. Well, I'd be defeated because I'd be like, now you mean we gotta do this again? <laughs> or like, why did I just put all the? I just ran for ninety minutes yeah. for nothing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I that's the part. Of, there, there are many things about soccer or football that I don't understand. That is one of the main ones. Uh, the U.S. soccer team will take on. I ran tomorrow at one free agent wide receiver OBJ Odell Beckham Jr. was removed from an American Airlines flight on Sunday from Miami to Los Angeles after officers were called to respond to a medical emergency. What happened, you may ask? Apparently, Odell Beckham Jr. is one of those people who sleep from the second they sit down in their seat up until the plane is at the next gate. Okay. He sleeps with a blanket over his head. Okay. Just knocks. I knocks would. Out. I would too if I were him, because you know you got people looking at him to begin with. Yeah. So. Well, he forgot to buckle his seatbelt, and allegedly, an overzealous flight attendant attempted to tell him several times to put it on. But and he apparently, was asleep. he was like in and out of consciousness, so they booted him from the plane. Wow. Police said that uh, Beckham was not detained nor cited. And when he fully came to, he was like, I'll put my seatbelt on. And they're like, no, it's too late. It's too late. You can't do it anymore. You cannot put your seatbelt on anymore. You need to leave the plane. This is interesting. I'd like to be a fly on the wall to understand this situation because I have to believe that they tried to wake him up. But I also know how some guys can sleep so deeply that it takes them a minute to come out of it. (laughs) This is why I'm afraid to fully sleep on planes. I feel like I'll miss an announcement or more importantly, I'll miss... Announcement? What are they announcing? I might miss my Biscoff cookies, Casey. What? You don't care. (laughs) I do care. Their Biscoff cookies are the best cookies on the planet. I know. I, you know what I mean. Masks were nice. 
That was a nice Masks touch. Masks were great. Hood on, mask on, sunglasses. I'm incognito. Yeah, because I'm I'm definitely a mouth wide open kind of uh. sleeper. And so it's uh <laughs> Nice to cover that all up. <laughs> In other celebrity sports news, Terrell Owens punched a heckler outside of a CVS, and Pete Davidson was seen uh, at a Knicks game with Emily Ratajkowski. See? So there they are. Uh, Blues beat the Panthers on Saturday, 5-4. to four. They'll take on the Stars at home tonight. Puck drop at 7. The Chiefs beat the Rams 26-10. to 10. The Chiefs are in Cincinnati next week. They'll take on the Bengals kickoff at 325. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. Everybody's buzzing about the latest addition to Netflix. As last week, the new TV series Wednesday premiered, like I said, on Netflix. It follows the teenage life of the one and only Wednesday Adams. I'm very intrigued by this for multiple reasons. The first reason, I'm not an Adams Family fan. Right. And I've seen the trailer for this. I'm in. Second reason, I don't understand why this didn't come out in October. That's exactly what I was thinking. She's so much more of a Halloween character than that of the holidays. So I'm a little confused as to why they waited until end of November to release this. Either way, it's up now and it is definitely stealing hearts because Wednesday Adam is a super beloved character, even though she's never really gotten a ton of time on the screen, just focused on her. Um, The new show is made by Tim Burton tells the perfect storyline of where she try when she finds trouble after committing a wicked prank getting expelled from her high school her parents ship her off to Nevermore Academy which was the boarding school where they met and fell in love it's always uh i feel like it's always a popular halloween costume wednesday it's yeah. super easy yeah. and it's so classic for like a girl or, you know, a, a classic movie. It's just an easy costume. Yeah. But like I said, everybody really loves her. And I also never got into the Adams Family. I don't even think I really ever watched any of the, the movies or anything to do with the franchise. We watched the cartoon version just because the kids like it. Yeah. Uh, but that's about the extent of the Adams Family that I have. I'm on Rotten Tomatoes right now. And it's not terrible. 72% on the tomato meter and an 88% for average audience score. So People are loving the star of the show, Jenna Ortega, starring as Wednesday. This is her first big like starring role. And the trailer looks really, really good. Should we meet your new roommates? Are you feeling okay? You look a little pale. Please excuse Wednesday. She's allergic to color. Oh, wow. What happens to you? I break out into hives and then the flesh peels off my bones. <laughs> she does such a good job. <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones is in this too, right? Yes. A yeah. lot of people are in it. I'm really intrigued. I don't know how I feel about watching it because it does feel a little Halloween-y, but maybe after I'm done with all the Hallmark holiday movies. I'll watch it for you this week and let you know. Okay. I'll report back. Give us a full book report <laughs> and your tomato score. Five paragraph essay coming your way. Exactly. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. They always say, be yourself. Be true to you. Or something like that. Yeah. And some people are just boring. And they're cool with that. They're cool with being boring. Follow up to a story we did earlier this year where a company in France pretty much fired a guy because he was, in fact, boring. It's a business consulting firm in Paris called Cubic Partners. They fired him after he refused to go to the mandatory end-of-the-week parties they threw. 
His name has not been released, but they call him Mr. T in the lawsuit, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Uh, drinking in excess was encouraged at these parties, apparently, and there was also some hazing involved, and he was just... I'm, I'm good. I don't want any part of this. I don't want to hang out with you during the week. What kind of business is this? What are they doing here? That's a good question. I don't know. Because I think that's got to be important. Why are there end of the week parties that are mandatory? Because yeah. like if we want to pop a bottle in the kitchen every week, that's cool. But if you <laughs> tell me I got to be there, that's a little shady. Mr. T said he didn't want any part of it. He told his boss he didn't agree with their definition of, quote, fun. So they canned him and he sued. An appeals court just sided with him this month and said the policy violated his fundamental right to dignity and privacy. Now he could walk away with a half a million dollars. That is awesome. Your right to remain <laughs> boring. Because honestly, maybe he doesn't want to hang out with this. Co- maybe he sees his coworkers and he's like, you guys are all messy, nasty. I don't need to do this. Yeah. I've got my own uh, my own fun, and that is when I am going to be almost a millionaire, thanks to you losers. Now I'll be playing Fortnite at home whilst sitting on my half a million dollars. See ya. He has received only $3,100 so far, but there's another hearing coming up where he could get $479,000 in damages. So if you're boring, like Casey said, just stick to your guns. Yeah. Right? Yep. You get fired, you can apparently sue and win. That's so clicky. I hate that for him. <laughs> Why do I feel like it's usually the boring people that actually last the longest? Right. Because they should. Because so they many, do their work and they leave. So many people that I've worked with throughout the years, whether it be in radio or not, the most boring people <laughs> have been in the building for at least 25 years. Right? Oh, and they're all listening right now. They just do. No, they're not. You're right. They're They're not. They're listening to NPR. (laughs) (laughs) Reading the newspaper. Doing something else. We need to be careful because we don't want to get sued for talking about boring people. Remy and Casey. Oh, yes. Most brides would agree the best part of a wedding is when the planning is over. Unfortunately, unfortunately for our dearest Casey, the journey has only begun. We're a week in. <laughs> the one thing that Casey has that most soon-to-be brides don't is a huge audience of listeners to help out through the tough decisions. Right. Shout out to WIL. Welcome to Total Engagement with Casey. What can we help you solve today? <sighs> First off, I have to say, whatever this 90s runaway bride... Th- music is won't be happening what are you talking when about? I walk this down is, the aisle. This is ancient music. It's ancient, but it's also in every <laughs> 90s like sitcom or some or, uh, <laughs> rom-com where somebody gets married. But anyway, so right now in a planning stage of, I kind of got to know a venue before I can decide on a date. Yes. Obviously. And I've also decided that I've seen all my friends and family get married around here and do the whole ceremony, big reception thing. I don't need it. Shout out to my second cousins. I'm not paying for you to have dinner at the VFW. Dang. Or any other nice venue in town. So you going somewhere? Yes. It's going to be a destination. Okay. But now, (laughs) I spent so many hours on the laptop, just Googling, researching, trying to figure it all out. Mm -hmm. And I realized this is why you hire people to do it for (laughs) you. I'm a weekend and I can't handle it. Like, I am going to be the type of bride that's like... Choices, you make them. Okay. 
Okay, so don't care. Destination. Are you thinking like Alaskan cruise or Caribbean island? It's, it's yeah, beachy, warm, okay. Okay. not a mountain, not a. Those are gorgeous places, but knowing me and the gingerbread man, we're going to be on a beach. Drinks in hand. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I mean, do you want a lot of people to travel with you? I I do. I want a lot of our family and friends to come with us. Okay. So that causes its own issue. Because then, well, how are you going to expect that many people to get on a plane and go to all wherever you want them to go? Yeah. I think the first con. Because I sat through all their Christian, or I'm sorry, their Catholic mass wedding, and now it's my turn. <laughs> I don't want a 45 minute to an hour wedding. Thank you. I would like it to be five minutes on a beach, and then we can party. And then we can party. I think the main con for me with the destination wedding is that you have to spend however long with potentially people you don't necessarily like. Well, they're not getting invited. <laughs> you get the invite if I want you there, and if not, I'll catch you at Thanksgiving next I, year. I think the other, I've never been to a destination wedding it always sounds awesome to me but as a guest having to fork out you know a thousand plus dollars right. to go somewhere right that might be another con but right. that might limit who who your actual friends and family are right so basically <laughs> if you are a travel agent or if you're a wedding planner that works at travel agents or you know anything about this this is my official call for help Yes. Cry for help, maybe. 314-954-9230. Let us know on the phones. You can also uh, go to the Facebook page here where Chris has said, but if Casey decides to stay local, I'd love to talk about uh, officiating the ceremony. So, wow. Uh, sorry, Chris. <laughs> uh, Remy gets first dibs because, you know, that's kind of what I do. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> no pressure on you, Casey. <laughs> Let us know. Any tips, tricks, pros, cons to destination weddings for Casey? 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey. Nothing like planning a wedding to make you want to punch every person you've ever met in the throat, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not there yet, but sure. Casey has decided that a destination wedding is likely. So we've been taking some suggestions on pros, cons, tips, tricks. 92.3, hello. Hi, tell Casey to go to, on her destination wedding alone with her husband. Oh, okay. You know, I definitely and started to think of that. You know what? My husband and I, I'd been in a lot of weddings, so we went to Hawaii. We got married. We stayed for a week. That was all of our wedding money. And then we went back for our one-year anniversary. When we came back home, we threw a small party for a hundred people. Okay. It was, it was great. Yeah, that sounds really sweet. And we could go somewhere expensive, you know, because if you're going to invite a bunch of people, gosh, you get, you're going to feel guilty inviting people and making them pay to come to your wedding. That's already where I'm at. So I need any suggestions I can get. But thank you. Enjoy. I think step one is that you need a travel agent. I know. I think so, too. And there are a bunch of people that are commenting on the Facebook page right now. I guess that would be where I would direct people to go at this point. 92.3 WIL on Facebook. Uh, travel agent tips there. There's like three or four of them right now, but I can imagine that getting uh, <laughs> that list growing as the day progresses. Yeah, clearly I'm lost. So let me know what you think. Tracy from Cape on backup. So if that Remy wins, Tracy will get to choose the prizes. If yes. Jamie wins, Jamie gets her choice at prizes. Remy, you're currently one and two. Not good. The world is killing it. Not good. So here's how it goes. Today we're going to play the game. Guess the movie based on the iconic quote. Jamie, how are you feeling? I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You should be. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to play the quote. If you know the answer, just yell it out. Name the title of the movie. Just yell it out. Should we buzz in with our names? 
Whatever you feel. Okay, we'll buzz in with our names. Say your name if you know the answer. You're going to be playing for two points. However, if nobody gets it right, I'll tell you the actor who said the quote, and then you'll be playing for one point. <laughs> My wife is shaking her head right now. Oh, yeah, she is. <laughs> First quote sounds like this. Come on, uh, the weather outside is weather. Uh, uh, gosh, I know this movie. Oh. Weather outside is weather. Oh, man. Come on. The weather outside is weather. Oh, what? Jamie, what'd you say? I said I'm having a brain fart. All right. I'll give you the actor who said it, Paul Rudd. Oh, man. The weather outside what is, is weather. What is the movie? Oh, Remy. Yes. Ant-Man. <laughs> Dang it. Jamie, you got a guess? I have no idea. Answer for getting Sarah Marshall. Dang it. Dang it. All right, moving on. Dang it. So bad. Okay. Your next movie quote goes. There's no crying in baseball. Remy. A League of Their Own. Thanks. I'll take that. Two for Remy. Quote number three goes. Same old, same old. People need to kill them. Mm, you play that again. Same old, same old. People need to kill them. Same old, same old. People need killing. I don't know it. Jamie, do you know? No, I do not. This. Oh, I didn't. I didn't write down his name. He's the big de- Vince Vaughn. Sorry, Vince Vaughn. Uh, Remy Wedding Crashers. <laughs> <laughs> the answer to this one is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Ah, uh, yeah, I wouldn't. Same that. old, same uh, old. People need killing. All right. Number four. It looks like I'm a wreck. It's in the hole. It's in the hole. Hey, what I don't know. Jamie, you got a guess? I have no idea. Oh my gosh. This is Bill Murray. Anybody? Caddyshack. It's in the hole. All right. Remy got three points. So you're going to win this one. But That's right. just for good fun. Let's see who can get this one quicker. And one time at band camp. Remy, American Pie. Casey. Casey. Oh, sorry, that's not correct. Remy. Remy. <laughs> I guess we both kind of win in that in that situation. Uh, so that means that Tracy and Cape, you're our winner today. You're welcome. Yay! Do you Thank want you. Do you want to go see Tyler Childers or do you want to go see Cirque Dreams Holidays? I think I'll do Tyler Childers. All right. Jamie, we got you these Cirque Dreams tickets at the Fox Theater. That's always a fun thing to go to, I think. I know. I've never been. I'm going to have to try it. Yeah. Uh, So now I'm tied with the world. What up, world? There you go. (laughs) Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Kelsey Ballerini's new dream home is already a little bit familiar she just bought it as, um, of course, you know, she's just finalized her divorce. Yeah. Her new dream home previously belonged to Casey Musgraves, who featured it in an episode of Architectural Digest. And if you remember, we talked about this on the air, how she gave a house tour and told the story of how she's got these joints on her wall because they've all been smoked by Willie Nelson. Yes. Yeah, she has some really cool art in her house. She did. We talked about that in a different Casey Covers Country probably about a year ago. Well, Casey sold that home to Kelsey Ballerini in a private sale 
for about $2.5 million. $2.5 million, high-end Nashville home. Give me the bed, bedroom, uh, square footage. Oh, Nashville? Yeah. It's like 1,600 square feet, three bed, two bath. It is 3,000 square feet, four bedroom, three bathroom, 2.5 mils. Wow. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Not a lot of space, but that's what Nashville has become. Yeah, it has. You can get a ranch house for six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars. That's like fifteen hundred square feet. It's crazy. Yeah. The very day that she moved into her new home, she also played the Grand Ole Opry. And while on stage, she took a moment to tell the crowd about what a huge day that had been. The truth is that this morning um, I started my day at the courthouse, finalizing my divorce, and then getting nominated for a Grammy, and then getting the keys to my dream home. And now standing in the circle of thought. And shit, if that ain't country music, I don't know what is. Meanwhile, Morgan Evans is just Crying feeling the salt in the wound. Under. Jeez. I know. I feel bad. Hi, just uh, finalizing my divorce and then having the best life ever. And Morgan Evans is writing his breakup album. Would you oh. want to live in a colleague's home? Like A colleague? I move out of my house, sell it to you. you. No. Like anybody you? in this building, I don't know that I'd want to know who lived in the house before if it was someone that I worked with. I think celebrities do this all the time, though, because say they might have like a studio in their house or, you know, they might have gone over to that person's house and they love they already know like, oh, you're selling it. I would love to buy it. I'm going to get a divorce. I, just, I would love to buy it. <laughs> I just have a feeling some wild stuff happened in Casey Musgraves' house. Well, yeah. You better believe it. But some wild stuff is bound to happen in Kelsey Ballerini's single life. Not all those drugs. <laughs> we don't know what she's up to these days. She's having a big old time. Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Offenberg Auto Mall in Shiloh. Remy and Casey. All right. So we've got a Christmas card. Just like we did last year. It's our new annual thing, I guess. Do people actually do Christmas cards still? I know. I thought about that recently. I know we talked about this last year and that kind of is what, that's kind of what spurred this on was my uh, uncertainty about if people actually do Christmas cards anymore. And apparently people do. Like a lot. People do Christmas cards, yes. Uh, I think this started because you were like, no one does Christmas cards. I don't care. I'm just going to throw it away. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Being a Grinch. And I was like, no, Christmas cards are so much fun, especially to receive them, see who it's from. Yeah. So we should send them to our listeners. Then everybody started sending us their addresses. So we knew we had to print out a card, send them out to everybody. I think we sent like 250 or something. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. My hand hurt. It all happened pretty fast because we <laughs> wrote all of them individually. Yeah. And I... I I think we'll probably do that same thing this year. But I found this interesting. Millennials are actually the ones that are keeping Christmas cards alive. Yeah. I don't know why that is. I, maybe it's because, you know, a lot of families, young families, things like that. I think I know what it is. And I know this because when we got, when I got engaged a week ago, I got all these pictures back of me and the gingerbread man. It's cold outside. We're in our coats. And my first thought was, this would be a great Christmas card. <laughs> <laughs> Do I send out Christmas cards for the first time? And now I get it because millennials are probably, they're having, they've got the little kids or yeah. they've got the families. They've taken the family pictures and they're like, let's just send it out. Maybe we'll write a little update. Stevie's in eighth grade. Yeah. You know, whatever. I think that's why. Are the, are the year in review cards, are those still in? No. 
I just feel like I've seen, we've got one family in our in our extended family in particular that will literally, it's not even a Christmas card. It's a it's an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper with, we have a cousin para- that does with that. paragraphs yep. from each kid and what they've done in the year, which I think is kind of cool to an extent, but it's a, a lot of oversharing it's <laughs> maybe for much. a Christmas card. It's too much. Yeah, I don't love that. They do have these cool graphics that you can uh, you can buy now on Etsy and things like that, where it's like how many cookies eaten this year, how many whatever, and there's like fun little stats. Right, that's cute. Yeah, that you could do that. Either way, we're making another Christmas card this year, and we want you to tell us your address so we can send you one. So I'm posting the link now on the Facebook page. Uh, the only requirement is that. It gets posted on your refrigerator when you receive it in the mail. Right. You can't just throw it away. <laughs> you got to post it up or something. And we're not going to release what the actual image is until after a lot of people have received them. Exactly. Same thing we did last year. It's a secret until everybody has them and then we'll post up an actual photo. And last year was it was kind of a, a blooper. We had taken some photos for the website and it was just kind of a blooper photo that wasn't going to see the light of day. And then all of a sudden it became our Christmas card. This year, we've got a theme. We made it, We did a shoot. We did a shoot, a whole thing. We're messy. I'll stop talking. So how... <laughs> I'll stop talking. How I will we, give it away. How can we sign up to get a card? So all you got to do is go to the Facebook page, 923WIL right now. The link is there. Or you can always just go to the website, 923WIL on a uh, .com on the website. You can give us your information there. We've got a whole form... Let us know where you live. We'll send you a Christmas card this year. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. Merry Christmas from Remy and Casey. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. If you did, if you, if you just, if you just wow. did some uh, traveling for Thanksgiving and you were on a plane, you might have some strong opinions here. I feel like I've got some strong opinions when it comes to flying and... The last time we flew, it was tested. We came, we were coming back from the Bahamas. Right. And I sat next to the scariest man I've ever sat next to in my life. He was sleeping, but he also, like, he was on drugs. And the whole time, I'm like, is this guy going to be my story that I have? Right. When you get off the plane and you're like, you guys. Yeah. That or is this guy going to get kicked off? Because every time he would come to and he would he would like awaken. Yeah. He would look at me with like the deadest eyes in the world and then just like collapse and hit against the window with his face. It was Ew. crazy. Anyways, should people in the middle seats give both armrests? Ah, uh, that's what this all comes down to. Lots of plain etiquette here. <sighs> so if you're in the middle seat, do you get both of those armrests? This is tough. You know, um, I don't think you should get both. I When I'm in the middle seat, I'm not going to lie. I put my arms like between my legs or I try to not use either of them just yep. to not be a inconvenience to anybody. But I mean, you know, every now and again, at least I should get one. Like you get to lean on the window. You get to put your feet out into the aisle. Like somebody could at least give me one armrest. But you were late to register and you didn't pay for that seat. I don't care. <laughs> Not only 19% of people said that the middle seat deserves both armrests. That's I, actually quite low. I wouldn't say maybe deserves. I will say the person in the aisle seat has two armrests. Okay. So whichever one I'm next to, I'm yeah. taking that one. Because okay. you have another. Yeah. Uh, should the person in the window seat have total control over the window shade? 
Mm, no. Have you ever been asked to to lower it if you've been in a window seat? No, and I've never been asked to raise it either. But every time that I go to do one of those things, yeah. I always think about it like, is somebody reading? Is somebody sleeping? Am I disturbing anybody when I do this? Crank it up. I, I like to look out the window the entire time. 45% said yes. They should have complete control. 55% said no. Other people in the role should uh, in the row should get a say on whether it's up or down. I do think you should maybe be polite and ask for a say. I do. How much do you talk to strangers next to you on a plane? I know the answer from you is zero percent, Casey. Yeah, zero. I don't need it. I could sit <laughs> on a plane by myself and be probably mo- most happy. Uh, only eleven percent said they don't talk at all. Most people think it's a little bit okay, but keep it to a minimum. And four percent of us hope that the person talks our ear off the entire flight. Hopes. I feel like if you're an interesting person, you got an interesting job or something that we can vibe on, sure. But if I have to hear about your grandkids or whatever for however long. <laughs> yeah, like I have met interesting people on a plane, but that's not what I'm going into the plane ride looking forward to. Yeah. Let us know on the Facebook page. I posted this uh, new survey up here. We get all these end of the year surveys and polls and things like that. Uh, let us know on all these questions. Do you think the middle seat should get both armrests, things like that? Search 92.3 WIL on Facebook. It's Remy and Casey Salute to Freedom. Powered by RNR Tire Express. $20 down gets you four new tires at rnrmidwest.com. Today we salute Logan Will of Mascuda. Logan graduated from Marine Corps boot camp in October of 2022. He was one of four squad leaders in his 84-man platoon. He qualified as an expert rifleman and marksman. He won Ironman out of all six platoons. He was the only recruit out of a 467-man company to score a perfect score on his combat fitness test and his platoon number 2114, one honor platoon overall out of all six platoons in the entire company. He's also a standout football player and wrestler. Dude, sounds awesome. This is a huge resume. (laughs) Okay, well, shout out to you, Logan. He sent us a request song. He wants to hear some Toby Keith. It's courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. WIL New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey on the way out after a long weekend. Uh, We got through the Monday, so we did it. That is the hardest part. I was thinking that as soon as I went to bed last night of... Now tomorrow I have to get up and go back to reality. Yeah, last night as I'm laying there in bed saying, I can fall asleep anytime, anywhere, any condition, but for whatever reason, I cannot fall asleep on Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen. I can't do it. I don't know what it is. But Sunday's scary. Yeah, we, uh, we made it through today. We helped Casey a little bit with her wedding that is the coming planning, up at some point. Right, the planning, which earlier today we talked about needing travel agents and wedding planners. And if you have any tips on destination ideas, then leave them on our Facebook page. Um, I think we might talk about it again tomorrow. Uh, also, our Christmas card is available for reservation, I guess. You go to the website, 923wil.com, and right there is a blurred image of what could be our Christmas card that we did a little photo shoot on, and I think you're really going to like it this year. It's it's fun. Right. Funny. Also, I don't know why I have to say this, but it's not 
like it's free. Like we're not going to charge you to send you a Christmas card, but something about saying it on the air makes it sound like we're expecting you to buy a ticket yeah. for it. I honestly don't think anybody's going to want this Christmas card. And That's what you said last year, and we wrote them out for days. I just feel like Christmas cards are done. We were stamping so much, we had carpal tunnel by the end of it all. <laughs> if you want a Remy and Casey Christmas card, 923WIL.com or on the Facebook page. And if you missed anything from the show today, as always, you can check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast. We will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 923WIL.